Oh, you know what? Sorry. Let me grab a drink. Okay. I polished off my tea. <laughs> What's up, internet? Welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my very good friend, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. Hello, Steve. How you doing today, bud? I'm good, you? I'm in rare fucking form, man. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had that sugar crash, eh? You got, you got a little monster now. Yeah, yeah. If, you, uh, <laughs> if you're a Patreon supporter, uh, you'll get to listen to our conversation on After Dark this week about how we recorded things backwards today because I'm in a weird mood. Um, I had too many donuts this morning. I had a sugar rush and a crash, and now I'm coming back up on this energy drink. So I'm just I'm all over the map today. Let's see how this one goes. Uh, but if this is your first time joining us, you're in for a weird show. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Lootbots.com's weekly gaming podcast where we get together and talk about all the things going on in the world of Nintendo and video games and what we're playing and all kinds of stuff. It's a great show. We have fun. You guys write in and uh, hit us with your questions and comments in our MailPod segment and be a part of the show. If you want to do that, of course, you can come join the Discord. You can write in to me at Pete at Lootpots.com uh, or you can go hit up our weekly Twitter thread when we remember to post it. Uh, of course, this week we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of a little game called Animal Crossing New Horizons that I think is very important to many of us, uh, both of us on this show, many of you in the community. Uh, so we'll be excited to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but before that, let's uh, let's jump into what we're playing. Yeah, which is is this game? Is this a game that you're you're playing called Kind of in a Rut, or have you not been playing anything, Pete? <laughs> Uh, so it's not that I haven't been playing anything, but I'm, I'm in a weird kind of rut with games right now where I'm kind of circling the drain on the same three games that I've been playing since February, right? Where like, um, I am still chipping away at Mario 3D World. I'm on the last, last, last final level now. Um, so I think I have three or four stages left at this point. Yeah, I was originally I out of that game. I was just like, I've had enough Mario. Like, and that's, that's I was, how I always get to with Mario games. Yeah, I get that. I I was at a point where I was originally like, um, getting all three stars every level, and I was like, I want to go for like a completionist kind of run. Um, and I, I'm just kind of losing steam on it now because I've been playing it for like six weeks, yeah. um, longer I think now, um. So I'm just kind of ready to be done. So I'm not that I'm not enjoying it anymore. It's just like I'm I'm kind of ready for the next thing. I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm a little Mario'd out. So I'm kind of just. What is the next thing? Uh, Pokemon Snap for you? No, uh, it's uh, going to be uh, Disco Elysium. Oh, you're gonna get. You're not gonna get. Wait for the Switch release of that. You're gonna get it on no. PlayStation. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna pick that up on PlayStation. I'm ready for it. I don't want to wait. You know. Yeah. I I can see that. I just really want that as a handheld game. I don't. I don't know. I think it's a game I could see enjoying handheld, but it's not a game that I'm like itching to play that way. If that makes sense, you know. Like I yeah. think it's a game that like I can definitely see myself playing in chunks. Like I'm gonna sit 
at the TV and dedicate time to this, not like I'm going to play this in bed at the end of the night. You know, no, see, that's how I think I will play it is I'm going to play this in bed at the end of the night or lead on the sofa while McCall is watching Criminal Minds or something. It's like I, I think of this as like it's a it's a story game. So I really want to like just get into the experience, especially now that it's got voice acting and everything. You know? Yeah, so. maybe that's the difference is because I, I was listening to Dribble Click and, and Maddie and uh, Kirk were both saying, you know, how they played Disco Elysium was on a laptop. They just chilled out played it in bed or whatever um and to have that on switch and play it that way i think if it even if it adds touchscreen support for certain things it could really be the the way to play it for me but i, I can see wanting to play on ps5 uh i'd imagine the graphics will be significantly better yeah yeah there's that too um so i i'm looking forward to that and then after that um there's pokemon snap but then the thing i'm really looking forward to is mass effect Oh yeah, Mass Effect. But all of those like feel so far away. When is Mass Effect? Isn't it April or is it May? May. Hmm. That's the same as uh, Far Cry Six. So there's going to be a bit of a a tug of war which, with me. Which one do I play? Me too. I mean, I, I love that game too. I love or I love Far Cry in general. So um, I'm hoping I'll love Six. Oh, you will. It's got uh, the guy that plays Gus Fring. I can't remember his name, but uh, I really um, like him as an enemy. He's so fun. God, I can't remember his name. He's so spooky, though. He is. Um, yeah. I, I actually, uh, I have uh, the apron that I use in our our kitchen upstairs is a uh, uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. Oh, amazing! <laughs> it's great. That's so cool. I got it in a, in a loot crate at like a Comic Con like fucking nine years ago or something. Like, oh yeah, one strong. of those uh, guaranteed value of fifty fifty pounds or whatever. And it's like, well, how are you selling it for ten quid then? It's like. These items because they buy it wholesale, man. I know, yeah, I know they do, but they definitely, definitely, it's never worth the, what they say it is. The thing is, is that I, it is worth that if you would pay for those things. But a lot of the things you wouldn't want is the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like of that of that crate, right? I still have that apron, and I probably threw out or gave away every other item in it. So and the like, it depends what you paid for it because that apron might have been worth what you paid for it on its own, right? Like an apron probably costs like twenty dollars. So like, yeah. I paid like 10 bucks for it. So it's whatever. And I had the fun of opening it that one time. So whatever. It's fine. Um, we're talking about video games. Somehow we got on aprons. <laughs> what a day. So uh, I, and I, I'm also still um, chipping away at, at Persona 5 uh, Strikers. But yeah, man, I don't know. Like you, I, I, you and I swear Zade also just weren't massively into it. I mean, is- the, He's he's at a different place now. Like he he got further into it, and he feels as though there's a place where it clicked for him, and he feels that I will feel similarly. Um, but I haven't gotten there yet. But we he and I talked about it on the stream last week, um, Twitch.tv slash Lupots every Thursday. Uh, we were we were playing Splatoon after after you hopped, and we talked a little bit afterwards. And um, he was saying that I'm probably about a third of the way through the game. And I'm in a weird place with it where, like, I like the story and, you know, I like spending more time with these characters, but I just don't like the loop. And it's not even just that, like, the Musou gameplay stuff is, like, not great for me. It's just that, like, it doesn't have the same kind of rhythm that I think I'm looking for right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, what I loved about Persona 5... Based? It's it's not that 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 doesn't help. 
because I like turn-based combat. So that was something that appealed to me about Persona, right? The gameplay stuff is like, oh, I love turn-based. I love good turn-based combat. Yeah. So that game on on max difficulty was like my shit, you know? Um, but the thing is with Persona is like, there's risk and reward. So like, you have a set number of days, right? So every day feels meaningful. And you want to be thinking about like what your goals are, right? Like I want to max out my relationship with this character or I, you know, I want to unlock this ability or this weapon or this persona or whatever. And you're able to be like, okay, well, if I want to get to max with this character, I need to max out this skill. So I need to figure out what are the bet, what's the optimal way to max out this skill with the time that I have. And like when you go to a, uh, a palace, like the boss dungeon, you know, uh, points if you don't if you've never played um those are are those take up your time as well right so like when you infiltrate a dungeon a, a palace you want to get as far as you can get every time you're there right so so it behooves you to make sure that you have the right number of resources right that you have um you know that you've like taken the time to like maybe go do some some grinding and mementos so that your characters are stronger right like those kinds of things and because of that, right, like if you get to a certain point where you're like, shit, like I know where I need to go, but I'm out of items and my characters are not strong enough to progress anymore or we've run out of resources. I don't have enough health or, or mana or whatever. Um, you have to leave. And then that is time that you then have to spend to go back. And that happened to me. I remember once where I was at the last boss or the last mini boss before like the port the point where it forces you to leave the palace and come back the next day and i'm like shit i wasted a day because of this you know and there's none of that in this game because it's all the it's day the ends end, yeah the day ends when you achieve the goal you have that day and okay. however long that takes i mean and that's how i kind of assumed it would work that you wouldn't have all of those social aspects of, of the game that it was just going to be muso fighting and just carry on going forwards but and it's like there's like watered down versions of those things so like it's there it can be satisfying and like again like the character beats and stuff are fun but like the the mechanics of persona that i fell in love with that really like helped get its hooks in me and helped me get engaged with the story are are not there and that it makes it where i'm like i kind of want to just watch the story like i kind of want to want just the cutscenes and stuff and i don't really care about the game that much which makes that me not super motivated to play. Already, right? Yeah, but it's like I'm playing it, right? Like, I'd rather finish it. It's just like, it's not the same. It's not the way that I felt when I was playing Persona and it was like I'm thinking about it when I'm not playing it. And I want to get to it every second. And I, I in, wish in I had a game that I felt that way about right now. Uh-huh. I, I, I have, haven't really had that click for a while. I can't remember the last game where where I've had that that I just thought about it constantly. It's been a, it's been a good while. Maybe last even of Mario us? didn't do it for me. What did you say? Sorry, which game? Maybe was it Last of Us two for you? Last of Us two, yeah. Um, I, I mean, maybe that was the last big AAA game that I really played. I feel like I've been on a really good clip. You know, like all through twenty twenty, and even in like through most of twenty nineteen, it was like. I had a game that was like, this is the game I'm into right now. And 
the next game is on the horizon or I have the next game planned or I'm going to go back and play a, a, a backlog or replay an old game. And I've been in a good clip. And like, this is the first time where I'm like, I'm kind of just faffing around playing a bunch of stuff and none of it's really sticking with me. Except I'm having fun with Splatoon. That's been really fun. But even that, it's like, I want... I want a better loop. Like I want like a story. I want boxes to check, you know, like I, I want You've got that boxes kind of... to check in Splatoon. You need to get properly into the loop and figure out the best way to move forwards. And yeah, like kind of min max that game of, I need to go in. I need to make sure all my items are, don't have any, um, uh, like boosts on them. So I can then go get the, I've started doing that them and doing all of that and re-rolling and make that's the loop. It's a, it's a yeah. loop based, you know, oh, I need to keep progressing and, and making sure my items are the best that I want. And then you've got the, the difference, um, strategy of, well, which items best for which mode, you know? So the gun yeah. or the weapon that you use in turf war might not be the best one for splat zones or for clan blitz, or you might not want the, uh, swim speed on on like um, splat zones because you don't need to swim away. You just need to keep maintaining that turf. So you'll want something that gives you the ability to walk in enemies' ink and stuff. So there's all sorts of different um, strategies you can get. It's just getting your head in that space. And it might be that you're not wanting to commit to spending that amount of time in Splatoon because it is a, a big ask because those chunks don't come around very quickly. I think I think that's a problem for me with games like that is like I don't like loot i don't like min maxing like i don't like that kind which of is stuff. interesting to me because you were very excited about tsushima legends i don't know if you saw doc's um comment in the the uh, discord about it i didn't no okay so uh doc said um okay so pete after a little bit of playing around i've learned that progression and legends is similar to destiny where you'll get a gear that's slightly ah. better after missions and your quote-unquote power is based off the average power of your gear to do missions on harder expert you need to have a certain power level and i'm assuming raids are no different fuck yeah that sounds bad i don't like that i didn't think you would but that's but my I, kind of jam like i love the diablo loot based dungeon crawler get the better items go back in you can move forwards i might like it in that game because i like the ghost gameplay a lot but i don't know i just yeah i just don't like stuff like that like that's never it never feels satisfying to me like i'm not one for like um there, I don't mean this to sound any kind of way, but I'm not one for like the like EP stuff of like, look at my gear, my gear's better, the numbers have gone I'm up. Not like, like that either, but it's to me is that same uh, hit that you get from gambling of, do I like reroll this this like item and I can maybe get something rarer? You know, it very much is like playing yeah. slot machines. I just it's the thing. I don't. I don't think I have that trigger. You know, like I've I've oh, never you're very, very fortunate then that you don't have that trigger. Yeah, because like I I think gambling is dumb. You know, like I, I don't yeah, see see for me. I love just like I went to the store earlier. I saw a scratch card. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pay a pound. I'm gonna get a scratch card. And you're there like, oh, I'm so close, so close to the hundred thousand. It's like, but there was no way I was ever gonna get it. They just put yeah. two one hundred thousand on there. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Like they just it never. I don't know. It's never. I, I've never gotten that endorphin hit from it you know it always just feels like oh i just wasted money like that sucks um yeah. that so, so like win. and then and then it really feels good and then that's when you get that's when you get hooked 
And I think for for me, like I'm I'm way more of a like for me it's it's about the story. It's about the narrative and like and and for multiplayer games, like it's not about um like the lore of the world or whatever. It's like the narrative that you tell with yourself or with with the people you're playing with or whatever. It's the right? stories like, you create with your friends. Like, oh my yes. god, Pete like busted this thing and like he was so great. And you, did you see that? That, that kind of stories yeah. that you create, or or like the. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Like ra- rather than um, you know, oh, in Fortnite, this like weird things happening. This event, like I never really buy into those things. But being there with friends and like. I remember the first win I got in Fortnite, the first solo win, how amazing I felt about it. Yeah. Um because I'm not great at, at shooters or, or games in general really, but I you know. Yeah, like is. I remember like getting my first chicken dinner in PUBG where it's like I'm playing yeah. with my friends and it's like the four of us and it's like, oh, you know, we're we're squatted up and you get to like the last row and it's like you and two of your buddies are left and then one of them dies and you're like fuck it's we're the last two and then you're fucking gut and then like you know i'm i'm the last guy all of a sudden and i'm not very good and i've never mm-hmm. won and then oh i got him i got him and then like it's like it's a, that triumph you know like we did it yes or like in like league like i remember having those moments where it's like you know um, I'm like in bot lane and it's like, oh fuck, like our lane's struggling, we're losing or whatever. And then like your buddy comes down through the jungle and then all of a sudden we fuck him up and then we turn it around and then go <laughs> and, you know, we run up the middle and kill the rest of their team. And, you know, like you have those moments of like, you know, um, uh, yeah, of, of those water cooler moments, you know, it's, it's yeah, like the same kind of things you have in like an open world game where you're like, oh, this anecdotal thing yeah. happened, you know, and you get like that, that core clip of uh, I remember seeing all the videos with Guardians and stuff when it was coming out with Zelda and there was that uh, people faked some of them like you could ride a Guardian and stuff. But um, yeah. it was it was great. It was great to see all that. And I felt like I had that with Splatoon when we streamed this week. It was like me yeah. and Zade and like you're, you're losing and then you like claw back the battle and you're like, oh my God. And you had it as well when you were playing Clam Blitz. It was like, yes, I got the, the football in and then you were just like throwing clams in. I remember you getting angry at your teammates. I won one match at like anything. at the buzzer. Like it was yeah. like, oh, we're in overtime and there's one second. And like I got it and we won. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yes. Like, yeah, like that's totally... I think it's it's the same reason people watch sports, frankly. You oh, yeah. know, it's like, it's that, like, you want to be there. And, like, if the moment happens, you're like, oh, yes. Like, yes, we did it. Yeah. You See, know, I, I don't get sports because I don't know how any of those games work. But when I watch esports and I went to, like, the Splatoon tournaments and seeing it and seeing yeah. how great those players are because you, you know what skills involved. And it's the same as when we were playing with Chewie and just, like, how talented he is at that game. And you know he knows the exact place to go. He knows the exact strategy to keep us all back. Uh, and it's so thrilling to watch just from a distance because you you can really appreciate the skill of the players and and what it takes for them to win those matches. Yeah. I went to go see the um the League of Legends uh world semifinals a couple of years ago like on a whim. Like my friends <clears throat> a couple of my friends were were going um I should say it was like two guys I am friends with were going with another group of friends of people that I like casually know that I'm not really buddies with. And another guy who was going with them backed out so they had an extra ticket and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's let's call Pete. He'll come." Um, so they literally like my friend calls. He's like, "Do you want to go to the League World Finals like tonight in New York?" And I was like, 
yeah, sure. And I just like went and hopped on the train and went to the city and like by myself. <laughs> I was like, I met them in uh, in Times Square. And uh, yeah, I was like fucking crazy. It's the only like big esports event I've ever been to. And um, it was like electric, you know, like, yeah, like you yeah, get to see imagine. these players who were just like, oh, my God, like just so, so above anything you could ever comprehend being able to do at the game, you know, and it's like, damn, yeah, like masterclass these guys are crazy <laughs> yeah and it is literally training like they've been training and playing that game and and figuring out yeah. the best strategy and coming at it and approaching it as if it is a sport and, and that's why i don't understand why people say that esports aren't sports because it really takes that same mental strategy of figuring out the strategy um you, you've got to be in the same headspace as if you're playing a match of football it really yeah. really feels that way I think I think um, I've heard people make semantic arguments for why they shouldn't be considered sports. And I think that that's fine. It's like more when people are like, like gatekeepy about it where it's like, oh, I mean, like, if that's you not- consider snooker or darts a sport, you don't have to be a trained, super hot athlete. Mm-mm. Why can't you consider? Yeah. And that's the thing is, sport? I wouldn't consider those sports. I would consider those games. Right. Yeah. And like, but people that's consider fine. them sports. They have like championships and they call sure. them sports championships. And I think if, if that's how you're going to define it, right, like of, of a sport is it's not about it being an athletic event as much as, as it is about being a high level of competition. Then yeah. And I think there's so many examples of that. Think of the Winter Olympics curling. It's not something that takes a mass amount of uh, physical ability. It's yeah, it's skill based. It's, it's skill. Like, it's like, oh, I'm throwing these stones down the ice, and I've got to hit other people's stones out of the way. It's not something that that it, maybe the sweeping takes a bit more physical ability than the throwing of the stones and getting it in the right place. But that really is practice and and figuring out a, a strategy again. And that, to me, I think is what defines sports. Sure. So anyway, what have you been playing, Steve? <laughs> so I so I got a new phone this week. Um, Oh, I love that case. Yeah, it's cool, right? This is called uh, Pink Citrus, this case. It's pink? It's Pink Citrus. So this is like uh, a pink grapefruit colored. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks case. it looks like a like a, or- like a hot orange. It very much is like a hot orange. And then I've got the blue phone, which I God, like the contrast between it's it. It's hot. So, I um, love that. I'm very happy with that. Um, but I came with three months free of Apple Arcade. So I installed, I, I downloaded a bunch of games on Apple Arcade, which if you don't know, Apple Arcade is like um, Apple's Game Pass. So you get all of these really high quality mobile games included for like a fixed price per month. I think it's like four ninety nine a month. Um, and none of the games have ads or microtransactions or any of that, that mobile game bullshit that I absolutely hate. And there's just so many quality games on there. Um, so I've been playing a bunch of games, um, but one in particular has really hooked me. So I played a couple. Um, I've played uh, Mini Motorways, which is the sequel to Mini Metro. I don't know if you've ever played Mini Metro. I absolutely adore that game. I think it's also on Switch. Um, and uh, Sneaky Sasquatch, which is fun. Um, but the one that's really hooked me is Grindstone, which came to Switch I think earlier this year. And it's one of the best arcade puzzle games I've played in a very long time. So you look at the board and it ostensibly looks like a game of Candy Crush or Bejeweled, um, but it's very plays very differently. So you play as this guy called Georgie and you have a sword 
and you're working your way through this board. So you have to figure out routes and paths through by attacking uh, the enemies, which they call jerks. And you attack the enemies and you have to like, if you get a chain of more than 10 enemies, you'll create a grindstone. And this grindstone essentially allows you to switch colors. So you'll work through and you can hit a grindstone and then you can get like the biggest chain that you can get. And then in later levels, they introduce enemies that you have to um, defeat either with bombs. You unlock additional armor, you unlock like shields, additional weapons, or potions. There's all sorts of stuff you unlock and you work your way through these levels. And then they have these these daily grinds that you can come back every single day. There's a greed grind and a speed grind. And the greed grind I like that is they're your, called daily grinds. That's, that's clever. <laughs> yeah. And you come in and you are um, essentially working up a leaderboard. The highest I've ever got on the leaderboard is like 800 um, with like a score of 15,000. And you look at the top score and it's like 60-something thousand that they're getting. It's insane numbers. Uh, but this game has got me absolutely hooked. And it's exclusive on mobile to Apple Arcade, so it's probably going to get me to keep subscribing. I may end up actually buying this on Switch because I love the game so much, and I think it would be a really, really good fit on Switch. Um, so if you're at all into those those uh, arcade puzzle-style games, have a look at Grindstone. I 100% recommend it. It's one of my, my favorite mobile games. It's one of the only mobile games i played in recent memory. And the other thing I was hooked on was Mini Metro a few months ago, but but Grindstone is it, it's it, I really haven't stopped thinking about this game, and I'll put a TV show on and I'll just be playing a level of Grindstone, um, and it has this thing where you you can you beat the level, and then it'll add like a, a chest in that you can unlock, and you have to get the key off one of the enemies and then go get the chest. Or you have to defeat uh, a like a little mini boss where you have to get a, a minimum chain of five, and then attack them. Um, but certain enemies will like charge up and attack you back if you stand next to them. So you really have to figure out a strategy of oh I don't want to stand there because I'll lose a life, and you've only got three lives, and then you have to go back to the inn and spend your gems in order to um, get lives back. And the fact that there's no microtransactions. If this was a traditional mobile game, you can really feel how they would have capitalized on on uh, all of that bullshit that they usually do, like watch an ad to get your lives back or pay us 99p and you'll get some additional gems that you can then spend to get better armor. And it's like all of that's gone because it is a, an Apple Arcade game or a, a, just a paid-for Switch game. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend checking it out if this is, this is your kind of game. I, I'm having a blast. I've heard a lot of really good stuff about it. I remember when it first came out um, on Apple Arcade... Um Greg uh, Miller from Kind of Funny had been talking a lot about it, and like the art style is really cool. Like it, it's it's got a very very like just a good vibe to it, you know. Like it, it's very distinct. It has like a a, a good um a good personality. Yeah, it's fantastic, and the settings even allows you to like turn down the level of blood that you see and stuff. And I love that that you can just you know if you're not wanting to see any of the gore, you can just turn it down. But it's all it's all very stylized, and uh, the the level of variety you get as you progress through each of the worlds. So I think there's like six worlds over two hundred levels that you can you go through, and they introduce new enemies, different styles. So I've just got through like the plant based world. So all the enemies were 
um, like offshooting vines and things, which would slowly creep around the board, and you would have to like charge up and attack the vines. There was a, a level which was very like dungeon based, and there were skeletons and stuff in there. So there really is a lot of variety, and you've got all of this, um, all of this additional gear and weapons that you can unlock, which affects how you play, uh, and you might pick a different piece of armor if there's like poison ponds on certain levels you'll pick the piece of armor that gives you immunity to poison so you can get through that level a lot easier whereas a certain level you might want to get one where you can get gold out of um the the rocks that are in the level so there's there's very as there very much is a, a level of strategy to to the game uh, but the loop is just fantastic. It really, really just keeps you thinking, oh, I just want one more level. I can just do one more level before you, you put your phone down because it's run out of battery. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's cool. I uh, Obviously, I'm, a, I'm an Android user, so if I did want to play it, I'd have to get it on Switch. But um, it was one I wanted to grab when it came to Switch because I've heard so much good about it. And you kind of just put it back on my radar. So I think I'm going to go add it to my wish list and see... Uh, Maybe the next time I'm in the mood for like a, a nice digestible kind of puzzle game or something like that, yeah. I think I'm, I might give it a go. All right, so let's jump into the news. Um, first up, we've got uh, a game called Townscaper, which is coming to the Switch. Um, so I, you you put this one on. I, I don't know anything about it in terms really? of like its history or anything. Yeah, I've not heard of it. Oh, but okay. I took a look at the trailer um, and, you know, for if you're like me and you don't know, like it, it, it is basically what it sounds, right? Like you have kind of this, it looks like you have this blank slate of just water and then you build out a town and you have like really, really full control over the architecture and, you know, yeah. um, is it is it uh, plants, like grass, you know, roads, whatever, um, which is cool. Like it, it, it looks like you, like it, it looks like the tools are very deep. For, for the customization yeah, and the, yeah, style. Yeah, So it's it's from uh, a game designer called Oscar Stahlberg, who previously worked on Monument Valley, and then after that oh. went to work on okay. uh, went to work on Bad North, which was that strategy game I reviewed for Loot Pots a couple of years ago. And he describes this as a toy, not a game. Uh, and I remember following him as he was just like experimenting and figuring out the the systems and stuff because it's all procedurally generated as you build up the town. So they just give you a bunch of sandbox tools and you can just build out whatever you want. Um, and go, go follow him on, on Twitter. Uh, and you can see some of the cool things that people build. He's constantly retweeting. It's currently on PC, but it's coming to uh, mobile and switch is exclusive to switch. Uh, and I'm picking this up day one because I've been very, very excited to play this, but it's not the kind of game I want to sit behind a PC and play. Uh, but I I would play it on my phone, just like uh, fucking around and playing with different architecture styles and things, or on my Switch, I think it would be fantastic. So I'm very, very much looking forward to playing this. Yeah, I'm interested to in hearing uh, what you think about it. It it looks really cool. Like I, I think if you are one for like, you know, Legos or like creative mode in Minecraft or any of that kind of thing. It looks like this would be right up your alley. Uh, and then there's another one that I know uh, that you're very excited for, which is um, Little Little Wood, uh, which is a game. Yeah. I almost said Little Root, which is a town in Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Little Wood uh, is a, a game that um, that Chewy uh, got on our radar back in February when we were doing Ring, Ring mm -hmm. in February. 
and uh, our buddy Chewy Plays was on the show for a month, uh, and he had been playing this quite a bit. Um, and it, it piqued Steve in- Steve's interest, but when he went to go pick it up, uh, he found out it was not available in Europe, unfortunately. Um, so if you uh, are like Steve uh, and are one of our many European listeners who was interested in uh, in Little Wood, which is like a, you know, Harvest Moon, uh, Stardew Valley type um, yeah, know, farming it's like sim. St- it's like Stardew Valley meets Animal Crossing with the terraforming and stuff. And right, right. Chewie really sold me on the fact that you can just make the town look like what you want. And yeah, maybe I should just get back into Animal Crossing, but this fresh start and this pixel art style really sold me. Uh, and, I, and I was looking for something new to play at the time. I'm picking this up on Friday when it comes out. I'm so, so excited to, to yeah. play this game finally. Uh, so it's coming to Europe and Australia on the 25th of March. Buried mm-hmm. the lead there a little bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, sorry. And I definitely will be streaming this one. Um, cool. So I think maybe this weekend uh, on Saturday, if I'm free, Saturday or Sunday, I might stream it. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I would like to see it because I, I think it's interesting that because um, it also has like some adventure elements to it. Like there's like monsters and yeah, the same way that Stardew did. Like you went down into the caves and stuff, and you could do that side of things, right? So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see uh, excited to see what what you think of it too, um, and if it if you feel like it's worth uh, jumping in. So uh, speaking of Animal Crossing, it is of course as we said at the top. Uh, this this year been the one year anim- uh, <laughs> gonna try that again this week has been the one year anniversary the one year birthday as uh, some have been calling it of Animal Crossing New Horizons and uh, that of course came alongside uh, a new update that dropped on the 18th uh, which brings a bunch of new stuff uh, the Sanrio characters that we discussed uh, back in February are there more pro design options uh they, you know, Bunny Day will be coming back. God help us uh, on the fourth, and then uh, we can also collect Nook points daily now uh, within the Nook Link section of the Nintendo Switch Online app. And uh, there's also going to be another new app called the Animal Crossing New Horizons Island Tour Creator launching yeah, really snappy on March twenty third. Yeah, right. Um, if there's anything that they know how to do, it is uh, make snappy titles <laughs> uh-huh. and mobile apps. They're really great at that. Love it. Love their mobile apps. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the whole thing with that is, like, you're going to be able to, like, make uh, posters and, like, tour videos to, like, show off your island and, and, and everything. I love it. I love that concept. It's a cute it's idea. so cool. Yeah. Really, super really cute cool. Idea. I just wish it was there, like, a year ago when I was so into this game. Yeah, I know. Um, there's also, like, more design slots and you can, like, make, like, cutout standees and stuff. Like, there's, there's like, a lot of new stuff that's coming that's cool. Um, it's weird, man. Like I, I've really been like wanting to get back into it and I've been thinking like, is the best thing for us to do to just wipe our saves and start over together? Yeah, and I need to, I, I'm just going to have to raise the island and just be like, sorry, everyone, you're gone. Cause here's the thing, right? Like doc, uh, one of our, uh, I'm not going to actually show this cause there's addresses on here. Uh, <laughs> put that right back down. Doc, uh, one of our, our Patreon supporters, uh, a very active member of the community sent me, uh, amiibo cards for all of my favorite villagers. So I'm like, really, like I would lose all my stuff. Like I'd have to start over with my house and all that, and that would suck. But otherwise, like 
Yeah. And and I taught Macaulay how to time travel this last week and they, they didn't realize it was a thing you could do. Yeah. And that's what I would do. Skip straight through the first week and probably jump over to, like, if you did it first and wiped your island, I'd get you to come to mine, buy all the shit from the shop. So you'd have it day one. So you could just, you know, cheat. hop around the island and, and then I would get you to buy two of each and then I'd pick some up from your from your island when I wiped mine. Maybe that's the move. Yeah. Because I, so. I, I want to get back into it. So all right, so let's 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 jump into it, right? So that that that's all there. Congrats if you're if you're still playing daily, all new stuff for you. That's great. Um so we, we wanted to use this as kind of an opportunity to like have a little retrospective on Animal Crossing, right? And like discuss like our our time with it, our fondest memories, like will we get back to it? Um, what are our hopes for where could it go from here and all that kind of stuff. So I think let's let's start with the will we get back to it and why we haven't yet. Cause I think that is probably my biggest uh and maybe not my biggest, my really my only significant um, gripe with my experience with Animal Crossing. Yeah, me too. And, and left I lazy asked this question in the Discord. So he said, "Are you not playing because you don't have time, or you feel way too guilty about leaving your villagers to live on an island covered in weeds over multiple holidays with no contact?" And I think for me, it's the latter. It just feels so daunting to get back to it, and I'm just like, "Oh God, there's weeds everywhere." Oh, I can't remember what I was in the process of doing. Like I was moving a, lo- a bunch of stuff around. I was um, slowly moving all the houses into one area. Yeah, I was doing and that, and it's like totally. I don't remember what I was doing, and yeah. and it's just and like, it's like one thing at a day. You know, it's like you can move this person's house, or you can add a a, a slope, or you can um, move a shop. So it was very much a slow process of you have to commit to do this over a week, and you need to come in every single day and do it. Yeah, I think I think the thing that I'm most concerned about is that now that we don't have an active like community of people playing that I wouldn't be able to like get rich again. Like that would be the worst thing, you know, is that like, well, could I dump a bunch of could we cheat on that as well? Could I dump dump a bunch of uh, money on your island and then just come pick it up? Yeah, If you have a bunch, how are you going to cheese a bunch of money? What's cheese a bunch of money? Like I get the money I have at the moment out of my bank account. I bring it over to your island. I'd dump it on the floor. We could do and that. And then I'd come pick it up and I'd come pick up some of yours as well. Oh shit, that's a good floor. idea. What if I just And then I'll, we've got the cash. I'll just take all my money and all my favorite items and go put them on Sarah's island. Yeah, and then, done. Easy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could do that with Macaulay, then I haven't even got to wait for you to wake up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I could just do it with, with without Macaulay like being around. I just use Macaulay's switch. That's an idea, maybe. Yeah, because I think I think it's it's a it's a mixture of things. It's like it is that it's daunting to get back to it now. It is that I don't know like what I was in the middle of, and I feel like I'd basically be starting fresh anyway, but like with nothing yeah. to work towards, you know. Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely the thing for me. And I don't think I want to cheat to get rich because I loved the whole. Oh my god, spider farming! Let's f- we finally figured out that there's a tarantula island you can go to, and you can you if you keep. Um, spamming the system, you can eventually find a, uh, find yourself on an island that's just full of tarantulas, and you can just make a shitload of money that way. Give yeah. them to flick. I did like not. <laughs> I did like not really having to pay off my house though. Like I remember, uh, 
talk about fondest memories, right? Like it was when we were doing the streams every Thursday and like Katie and Olaf were just like, oh yeah, here's like a billion dollars. Like pay off your loan. It's like, yeah, let's go. Wow. I didn't realize you got that. And I remember Danny paying off your bridge, but he did it with like one belt. He left one belt. (laughs) (laughs) Little bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Those were, that is when I think of the game, that is like the the memories that stand out to me the most is like the the streams that we were doing when it was like every week we were getting together and like it would be five or six of us on the discord call and then like a bunch of members of the community are are coming in and out mm-hmm. and we're DJ's going to everybody's t-shirt yeah dj's toxic t-shirt we were all like trading designs i had like the loot pots flag <laughs> and you know like, all that stuff was really cool. You see, my memory is very much connecting with Macaulay via a video game for the first time. Because this was the first time that we'd both been into the same game. Because um, Macaulay has, like, a bit of an eclectic taste when it comes to video games, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I bought Macaulay a Switch, and we both were playing the game. And we were both discovering things separately and also together, like coming to each other's islands and stuff and just having a really good time with it and putting hundreds and hundreds of hours into that game, like within a space of weeks. Yeah. It was phenomenal. That was really the beginning of the lockdown in the UK when that came out. It was like a week after lockdown and it, it, I think, got me through that. I think I would have struggled a lot more if I didn't have that and wasn't connecting with friends online. Absolutely. So I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. And that'll always be the thing that I I think of with the game. Like, even if I never touched it again, right? Like it, it, it saved me, you know, like, oh my God, like it made, it made that period so much easier. Um, The, the day before the actual anniversary, uh, I had a, uh, a Facebook memory come up where I, I wrote this like little kind of like, two or three paragraphs of just like expressing how stressed out I felt about like, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, like this just, you know, like basically I was, I was kind of lamenting this fact that right. Like in, in our lifetime, right. Like our generation has seen a lot of fucked up stuff, like especially, um, and not to minimize in any other country, but like as an American, right. Like going through, um, nine eleven, the housing collapse, and you know, and now COVID. All before I'm thirty years old, um, it's a lot. Like it's a lot of of global strife. Um, but also just like fucked up things going on here at home that like I have no control over, and that just feel like overwhelming. And like literally oh, yeah. the well, and I was gonna just say like literally the end of the post was just like anyway. At least Animal Crossing comes out tomorrow. And, like, that was totally the vibe, where it was, like, as soon as Animal Crossing was out, like, I remember literally the day it came out, like, I, like, took off from work, and I just sat there and played it for, like, 10 hours, and, like, quietly, and just was, like, this, it, 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 it was, like, a safety blanket, you know? Like, it was... Yeah, and you had, like, hardly anything to do on that first day on Animal Crossing. It was, yeah. like, okay, so I can pick where my tent goes and where the first i was picking up shells goes. you know like i'm just like yeah, yeah like, bitch, you can't I'm even back. explore most of the island you're stuck on that little area because you haven't got your stick so you can jump over yeah. all the different places uh and then yeah uh, I, I, you still spent so long on it because it's what you wanted to do and it made you feel good animal crossing is just cozy 
You know, it's a very it cozy really game. is. Yeah, man, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna wipe my island. I think. I think let's let's not do it yet. I think we should make a thing of it. You know, like we'll, we'll do we'll, it on stream. Yeah, we'll do it together, and we'll we'll like we'll start off fresh. You know. Well, I was hoping that we would get a huge update from Animal Crossing for to celebrate a year, and they haven't really even acknowledged it. So I would imagine they're planning something because this update was already announced, the Sanrio update, and that's that's essentially what this was. It was the Sanrio update, and we've made an update to the Nook app, so you can do a couple of new things. It's like okay. Whereas I think there's still a bunch of stuff that people are waiting for. for from the previous games like the the biggest thing they really added or the, there was a few big things they added over the course of the last year we got red added uh we've got an extra wing of the museum when red came with it for the art and also swimming which wasn't in the game at launch which right. people were really surprised about because that was something that was was in uh new leaf but stuff like brewster's still not there there's a bunch of things that the previous games had, you know, being able to play NES games in your house and stuff. And I loved Chewie's concept of, well, I'm paying for these anyway through Switch Online. Why can't yeah. I just use Animal Crossing as the interface to play them? Even if it's a case of I have to be a subscriber to play them, just let me do it because there's this library I've got on my Switch anyway. Just let me have a, an NES in my in my house or a Switch in my house that I can play these games on. Yeah. I think in general that's the stuff that I feel like is the most missing is um like you go back to like the original animal crossing and there was a whole collection of like Nintendo memorabilia stuff. And like granted I was a child with no interior design uh, mentality at the point when I was playing that game, but I loved all that stuff. Like, that was, like, what I, I had my house outfitted in, you know? It was, like, I've got the World 1-1 Super Mario Brothers wallpaper and the Master Sword and, you know, like, they added the Mario stuff now and, you know, there 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 is some of that stuff coming, I guess, but it's, like, that is the kind of thing I think I, I miss is, like, more synergy between Animal Crossing and other stuff. Like, I think well, it would, would be... I'm so surprised that there's not Splatoon stuff in, considering it's, like, the same producer right. on the two like, games. It's so strange to me. Like, I wish that there was, um, you know, like... Like, it would have been cool if at, like, Halloween time, it's like, oh, look, there's, like, Inkling costume in, in the Able yeah. Sisters shop. Like, there's there's the Link tunic, you know? Like, Well, and that's the other thing. Like, there's an Able Sisters shop, but you have to wait for kicks to come around in a cycle... Uh, and I know that you can buy shoes in Able Sisters, but I loved the fact that in previous games, um, you could you had this whole collection of shops and you could have a real town area, like the Roost, where you can go and get a cup of coffee and you would see other villagers there just sitting around and chilling. And I think that's what's missing. You don't have that same level. Even if you put items down outside, which you couldn't do in previous games, it's so rare that you see villagers really interacting with them. They'll maybe sit down on a bench, but it's not like they'll be playing with an arcade machine or something that you would put down outside they will with some of that stuff like they do with like instruments and and like some of that kind of stuff which is cool but i i do wish that there was more like that you know and mm -hmm. and I, I think that like the the shop comment i definitely agree with because like i think it's a bummer that like you can't upgrade nook's cranny anymore yeah that, and that's so strange that we've got a whole year and there's never been an upgrade yeah and i know it sort of upgrades itself after a certain amount of time but it's not really 
Like it's not two stories. Right. And, and like the visual change and everything, like those are things that like I I feel like really matter in Animal Crossing. Um because like when when I think about and I I don't know. I feel like I always go back to the original because that's the one that I liked the most and spent the most time with before this one, but like I think about when I was playing that game and I had like the strategy guide or I would like look things up online and it would be like, oh yeah, like the fourth version of, of Nook's Cranny is like this supermarket and there's multiple floors and there's all these different kind of items that you can get. And it was like, that felt like a significant thing to work toward, you know, or like whatever, right? Like there, there was a sense of progression there. That, like, I feel like you have very early on, but once you kind of hit that point where, like, you can watch the credits, it's kind of like, okay, like, that's it. It's open. Like, you can do whatever you want now. And that's great, but I also feel like I wish that there was more that they were adding month to month, you know? And, and I think that was kind of my expectation in the beginning when they were, like, when there was less stuff. I remember having that conversation with Chewie and being like, I don't mind because... I'm getting through everything at the pace that it exists right now. And if in six months there's new stuff, then that's great. That'll be new stuff for me to do. And I feel like there wasn't enough new stuff to keep me going. And now I'm out, you know, and I've missed summer and Halloween and Christmas and all these events that are like my favorite events in Animal Crossing um, that I just didn't do anything with last year because by that point I'd put my 200 hours in and I was kind of burnt, you know? Yeah, and I was the same. And I think the problem with all the new items they add is they go onto that um, promo section in the Nook app, in the Nook shop app, and you're like, oh, I just get these. Whereas some of the other stuff, like around the events, I really liked, say, the the one with the blossom trees, and you had to like collect the leaves, and oh, then I you would those. get recipes and stuff. That was really cool because it was like a task that you had to do. You would come onto the game and it's like, oh, I've got to f- find all these recipes. I've got to get these, uh, pick up all these leaves and hopefully I can build like a cherry blossom tree or a lamp that looks really cool. And I like that. Same with the bunny day stuff, even though all the bunny day stuff looked awful. But getting those eggs all the time. Yeah, it was infuriating at times that sometimes you just wanted resources and you would like get a fucking egg and it's like, oh my God, these eggs are everywhere. <laughs> You'd be fishing for, like, a fish that you needed to complete your museum collection. And it's like, oh, no, it's another sea egg. It's like, great. Thank you very much for that. Uh, but, again, that was, like, a challenge you had to do. It was, oh, I'm going to get this one from the from the bunny at the end. And this is a cool collectible. And I can show to people who come over to my island, look, I did all these tasks and I did all these challenges. And I was yeah. able to to get this cool item for it, which you may not have because you may have missed that event. Uh, and and I hope that they continue to do more of those things. Uh, it's a bit of a shame that the Bunny Day just seems like it's going to be the same again this year that, that as it was last year. I thought that maybe they would mix it up a little bit, give different items, give different rewards and things. Because there's no incentive for me to play Bunny Day again this year. If I played it last year, I got the items, I I got what I wanted. There is, and I, and I did it. There is if we restart though. Exactly. So there's that. Um. In terms of what else is missing, are there any other things you can think of? Because, like, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, you said the downtown thing. I do wish that there was more of that, like, I liked that aspect of City Folk, even though that I didn't like that game because I didn't like the motion controls. But Yeah, pop into the police station. Say hello to Copper. Oh, and that was in the first game, too. And that was, like, the lost Mm -hmm. and found, right? 
I, I think I know, but that's that's gone. Like it's just a box in the yes in the the town hall. It's like I like the fact that you had all these things around town. Well, and there was a, there's a go sal- to there's a salon in City Folk too, right? Where you go to get your hair cut, I think. And now it's like you yeah, just whereas go- now you just do it in a mirror, at right? Home. Which sucks, you know. And, and I shouldn't say it sucks because it is more convenient. And, like, there's something to be said for, like... Yeah, but it doesn't feel... Like, convenience is cool, but that's not what Animal Crossing is about. It's yeah. about that, like, role play if I go around and I'm... Uh, you know, you might walk slowly through the flowers and stuff so you don't disturb them rather than just fucking legging it around your island all the time and go into those places and going, oh, I need to go check out the the store today and make sure I talk to... Um, uh, I can't remember her name, Abel at the back or, or Sable or whatever, um, to to make sure she gives me a new pattern or whatever and I can finally like get a rapport with her. And there's it's all of those things you do, like your daily tasks that you assign to yourself. And can you imagine like if it was like, oh, I've got to go into the, the police station and talk to cop and make sure there's no lost and found stuff that would be really I know. cool and would benefit me. And I, I, I do miss that. And like uh Booker, I think was the other one, Booker and Copper. And like there would be a different one depending on what time of day it was, and yeah, like that makes the world feel more alive, right? Mm-hmm. And like, same with the interactive items. That's the big thing for me. Um, and like, I don't know if you played even any Pocket Camp, but some of the stuff in Pocket Camp that like you would put down like a a bath or something, and the villagers would get in it. Yeah, you, know, you put down one of those like baths or the the wells or whatever in your town, and no one uses it. The animations in Pocket these- Camp were were better than New Horizons in a lot of ways, and that's disappointing. Like that, there is, and, and I hope that that eventually comes to to the game. Um, and I and I swear, you used to be able to like kick a football or whatever and play a game of of football, soccer, ball, and actually for interact, Americans. yeah, and actually yeah. interact with some of the items in the world in previous games, which you can't do in this one. Yeah, in the in the original, that was a thing. Like you would just see a ball around town sometimes, and you could just kick it, you know, or like you could make the snowman. You know, I think you can still do that now. But you can, yeah, and I could never figure out how to do it. I would just, I would roll the ball, and then it would like go on to hit a rock, and it would disappear. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not making no snow boys." Forget them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in terms of what's next for the game, I, I think that that is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a big, like, kind of point five update, like what they did with um, the uh, what was it, the amiibo. I forget Welcome what it was amiibo. called. Welcome Amiibo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For 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 uh, New Leaf. Where they like add... Yeah, and like, they even like printed a new revision of the, the game. It was the right. only one you could get then was Welcome Amiibo and it was on the cart. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would bother doing that with Animal Crossing. With, no, with yeah. Make updates, a DLC. But That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, and really I think it's like a it's a, a version 2 update. We've already had like the point five with the swimming and, and adding red and doing all of that stuff. We're ready now for... For version two, where it's like, welcome Brewster, welcome uh, all of these shops. You've got more level of interaction with the with the items. Get those missing villagers. They've slowly been adding stuff. Yeah, it, I mean that's that's all I think we need. It's just those continuous updates, which they've been which they've been doing with all of the events, and they'd obviously had all those planned out and scoped out. I just uh, I just want a little bit more now. I wonder if the roadmap was impacted by COVID too. Like I wonder if they had more planned and so. it got fucked up. Yeah, I, I would imagine so, and I would, I I would have imagined they would have celebrated the the one year anniversary a little bit better than popping a thread up on Twitter saying yeah. here's a new update. We probably would have had a video of of, of celebrating Animal Crossing a little bit more. It feels like because it is a big event. It feels like a thing there should be an in game event for 
you know, like mm-hmm. a big in-game event where everyone's like, oh, yeah, we, like we did it. One year on your island. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think I think the name of the game is just more steady support, you know, is is evolving um, and bringing in the things that are missing that old fans want, but also new stuff. And, yeah. you know, just making it feel like the island is is alive and that there's more to do, because I, I think that is the biggest thing that bugs me is like. I think if you compare the villagers now to the way they used to be. Like I feel like they were they they used to be a lot deeper, um, which is silly because the game is so much newer and has so much better capability for like AI and and you know unique dialogue and and branching you know relationships and stuff like that and you just don't get any of that you know mm-hmm. like I I don't know like I, I I feel like when you used to like leave your island or your town for a long time right like it felt like the villagers were like, oh my God, like you've been gone for, you know what I mean? Like it feels like now it's like they say, they say like one thing and then it's just like, okay, cool, whatever. Like we're back to normal. Yeah. They like have a go at you straight away. It's like, where have you been? I can't believe you haven't spoken to me for three months. And then it's like, only joking. How have you been? And then they just get back to normal. And it's, it would have been really good to have like a system in place similar to Stardew Valley where they get like a level of hearts and they're either like best friends with you and they like sending you items in the post and stuff. Um, versus you're just an acquaintance, you're just someone who's around town, and you really have to keep up that level of friendship with them by visiting them every day and giving them items and yeah. and figuring out what each person likes. And because you know, there are certain things that people like that the others don't. And I feel like that's something that isn't as deep as it used to be either. Like I remember in the original game, like running errands for other villagers was like something you did a lot. And I don't feel like you don't really do yeah, that now in Horizons. Now I've sometimes have it where someone's sick and you've got to give them medicine, but that's yeah. about the only thing. Or like it'll be the thing or, where or it's there's like a lost item around town. Yes. But but it used to be like, oh, like I have this thing, like I borrowed this thing from this person. Could you bring it back to them? You know, or like, oh, like I I really I have this gift for this person. Would you mind dropping it off? Like things like that that make you feel like you're more connected to the characters and like made it feel mm-hmm. like you know, like you would do those things for them and then they'd get nicer to you and the dialogue would change, right? And like that, you know, that mattered. Um, and I miss that kind of stuff, you know? And, and I wish that, I wish they I wish they had a little more edge still too, like, because that was fun. Like they were kind of mean in the first game. Um, and it felt like they had broader personalities. Like the ones who were nice, I remember liking more because I was like, oh, like they're my friend. They're nice to me. This guy's a jerk. Like I don't like him, you know? And like now they're all just, they're all kind of the same. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with with all of that. Um, and then the other thing I would really like to see improved is the online. Um, but I don't see that ever changing throughout the course of this game, unfortunately. Next one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, all of this isn't to say, like, all of this critique isn't to say that the game isn't fantastic. You know, we both Not put hundreds all. of hours into the game. And if for some reason you're listening to this and you've never played Animal Crossing... Uh, I don't think that's really possible, considering it's it's the best-selling game on Switch now. Um, uh, Definitely check it out. I mean, it's probably my favorite game on the system, I would say, just based on my love of the franchise anyway. Uh, I definitely definitely have that lineage all the way back to the GameCube version. And and I wonder if my save is still on my, my black 
uh, memory corner, my parents' house. I might have to, to see sometime. I, I've told that story, but the the if you're new or if you haven't heard it, right? Like my original Animal Crossing save, um, I played for years. Like it was from the time I was in fifth or sixth grade until uh, I think, yeah, until I, yeah. So I guess I was playing it for two years at this point. And I moved uh, to the town where I spent my my adolescence and my teenage years. And um, I remember, like, the day I moved in, like, I had set up my new room and, you know, I hooked up all my consoles and I was feeling really lonely. And I, like, booted up Animal Crossing because I wanted to go to my town and my save was corrupted. Um, And I've, I cried. I fucking cried. Yeah, I, well. I, was, I was so homesick. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, I just want this little piece of something that feels familiar. That's really sad. It fucking broke me. It broke my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was bad. Um, but I say that to say that Animal Crossing is very special. Um, and uh, yeah, I I'm with you. Uh, whatever problems you know that you could identify or whatever is just like wanting the game to be the best that it could be because I love it so much. And like I think it has, yeah. it still has a lot of room to grow, um, even though this game was like a fucking massive leap forward for the for the franchise. Oh yeah, crafting, putting items outside, really fucking making it feel a lot more like yours. Yeah, terraforming. Yeah. So you remember, right? Like everyone's island basically used to look the same, you know. And now it's like yeah, you look at, especially the the original game, everything looked the same. And you look at like some of the masterpieces that people create now, and it's just like, oh yeah, shit. I retweeted one today. And someone recreated Main Street USA from from Disneyland. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my god! It's like what the fuck? It's incredible. Yeah. Um. So that you know, that stuff deserves all the praise in the world. Um. I just want to see it keep growing and keep keep evolving, especially now that it's got even more attention and eyes on it than it ever has. Like the next Animal Crossing is going to be even bigger and even crazier, right? So that's exciting. Um. When we're playing that, when we're like forty or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for joining us here on another episode of the podcast. Uh, if you are one of the many people who started listening to us around the time of New Horizons, uh, thank you for joining us here on this crazy year. Uh, I hope that this show has helped you, uh, you know, keep it together and uh, make it feel like you're not so alone during this time. I know that uh, all of you listening and interacting with us and showing up to the streams and all that have made me feel that way. Um, so I hope we were able to do the same thing uh, for you at least a little bit. Um, and if our enthusiasm uh, for this idea for recreating our islands uh, is any indication, I think I think we'll have some more Animal Crossing content to come. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> thank you guys again for joining us. Of course, uh, remember, head over to wherever you get your content and give us the likes, the subscribes, the follows, all of that good stuff. Head over to patreon.com slash where for just a buck you can get our episode of After Dark this week where we discussed uh, donuts, Life is Strange, cars, and uh, Rogaine slash Regain. Uh, so if you want to hear our conversation about all that stuff and more, uh, go check it out. Um, best way to show your support and get a little bit of extra content. And uh, with that, we've been the podcast. We'll catch you next week.